Hello and welcome to Brandican Social Media Podcast, where we talk all things social media and how to maximize your social media presence using strategies and diving deeper into your insights and analytics so you don't feel so lost. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Brandikin Social Media Podcast. I am so glad you're here, and I am really eager to talk about today's topic because it is something that is extremely crucial to social media growth, um, but specifically to Instagram growth. And I think sometimes it gets, you know, over, it gets missed not once twice three times like it gets missed a lot and it's something that i think needs to be you know updated quite often or at least looked at and again when it's missed you know not only once but twice three times you like it doesn't get updated it can you know be really detrimental to your growth so today's topic which i'm sure you have read is five common instagram bio mistakes for businesses wanting to grow their social media I wanted to clarify, you know, that these mistakes are for businesses wanting to grow their social media. I think that this certain type of mistakes aren't necessarily for people who are just trying to have, you know, personal Instagram. It's fun. Even maybe this might not all pertain to influencers, um, but this is very specific to businesses wanting to grow their social media. Let's dive right in because we have no time to waste and this is such a good episode. I cannot wait to start sharing the um, strategies with you. So mistake number one is not utilizing all of the characters in the name field and only putting the business or personal name in that name field. So this might be a little bit tricky as a podcast episode because we can't, I can't necessarily show you visually what I mean um, if you are listening. So please know too, if you are a little confused, I will have an Instagram post about this so you can see pictures on it as well, but I will do my best to just describe this as best I can and chances are you already know what I'm talking about. So that name field is essentially what's black and in bold at the top right under your profile your uh, profile picture. I'm actually even going to pull up Instagram right now so I can best tell you what I mean. So yes, it's that bold one right at the top. And essentially, like people miss this because it is a really, really big part of the bio and it's the title. It's the name. Think of it as the big heading of a paper. And this is really important because this is what, you know, Instagram kind of uses most as its SEO part. So when people are searching, say, you know, a lot of you, you know, this, if you're searching somebody's business or name, this is the part that they're going to pull from the most to help find what you're looking for. So, you know, it's really important to utilize that as much as you can and all of it, if you can. So for example, well, let's talk about the improvement first. How can we improve this? Put searchable and relevant keywords in the name field. For example, your title and what you help with. So for me, I don't even put my um, business name in there because chances are your business name is already in your profile photo or it's in your um, username. You don't need to keep repeating it 
and people already you know probably know because they searched you and if they haven't they will see it on your profile photo and they will see it in your username so be very I, I want to say stingy is the right word, but kind of like when you have very, you know, a short amount and specific amount of characters that you can use. And when it's this important and as pertaining to, you know, SEO and keywords, we have to be so stingy on what we use it for. And we don't really want to waste it on, you know, our brand's name when it's already been repeated in the username and in your profile photo. So what I have done, if you look at mine, what I put as my title is social media manager slash virtual assistant slash marketing strategist. So essentially this, these are all the titles that I claim to be because I am a social media manager. I am a virtual assistant and I am a marketing strategist. But if you notice, these are all really, really searchable and keywords. These are probably words that people are going to be searching in order to find people like me and businesses like me. So, you know, let's, for an example, I will also actually, for an example, I'll use one of my clients because I just redid hers. Um, so Sierra, we put her name, Sierra Stockland slash profit strategist because she is a profit strategist and we want, you know, we want people to be searching or we know people will be searching about profits and that's the type of consumers and customers we want her to have. So being really specific about that and just kind of almost putting yourself in the mind of your potential clients and what they would be searching. So say you are a boutique, you know, something you could put in there too is affordable women's fashion or styles for the working woman. I mean, there's different ways that you could utilize that, but just really utilizing it to the best of your ability and putting really good searchable keywords in there. So if you know that a lot of your customers um, like you because of your affordable fashion or because of your modern styles or whatever that may be, utilize those most common used terms for your business in that title. I hope that makes sense. If you need more clarification on what I mean by that, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I'm doing my best to explain it, but if you need more clarification, please don't hesitate to reach out. Mistake number two is putting tons of facts about, fun facts about yourself, like mom, coffee lover, book reader, shopaholic, etc. You can use this type of info for fun get to know me posts. You can make these posts into reels, carousels, static, ETC, and post them more than once. So I'm not saying you can't ever share that type of information because it is fun. It's a lot of, it's a perfect way to introduce yourself, which I preach. You should always make introduction posts and you should always post them more than once. That type of information is perfect for posts like that. And you can even pin it to the top of your profile. So again, I'm not saying you can't ever, you know, post stuff like that, I am saying we have to be stingy on where we put it and how what we what we put in our bio because we only have so many characters. Um, so for an improvement there, instead share details about your business like who, what, and why. Tell the consumers how you can help them and what you provide that sets you apart. So there's a million boutiques on Instagram. There's a million social media managers on Instagram. You need to tell those consumers what makes you different. What do you provide? What 
you know, what pain points do you solve? These are things that you need to put in your bio. So for example, what I have in mind is the first, I kind of have them as bullet points. So the first bullet point is growth tips for reels, captions, and hashtags. Second line is helping small businesses. Third line is social media strategy solutions and audits. Now, if you notice, not only am I telling everybody what I provide and who I help, I am also being very smart on the type of words I'm using because not only am I sharing what I provide, I'm doing it in a way that uses very, very good searchable keywords. For example, growth, small businesses, strategy solutions, audits, hashtags, captions, like these are all things that people who are needing help with these types of things are probably searching. So that is going to help them find me. And which is perfect because this is all relevant. This is all things I do. And I want to find those very specific people. And so I am utilizing my bio to help that, to help them get from point A to point B a lot quicker. So obviously you want to make sure that what you're writing in there is relevant. You want to make sure that what you're putting in there is actually true. Um, because, you know, you, if you don't, if you put stuff in there, that's not necessarily true. Like say, I mean, this is just a really easy one to do. Um, like say you put in there that you have affordable fashion and you actually are a luxurious fashion and it's quite pricey. You're, if you put affordable fashion, you're not even going to be grabbing the right consumer's attention. Those aren't your ideal audiences. So you just want to be truthful. You want to make sure it's relevant, but you also want to be smart about it as well. Again, if you need, I just kind of wrote what I have on there, but you can, you know, uh, go, go to my Instagram if you want to just pull it up. And so as I'm talking about this, you can visually see it for yourself. If not, that's totally fine too, if you're getting it. Um, but that's just another way to maybe digest it a little easier is to pull up my Instagram and you'll be able to see exactly what I'm talking about word for word here. Um, another thing to keep in mind when it comes to this, especially this portion, um, is to make it digestible, make it really easy to read. I like to use some emojis just because it, to me, it breaks up the text really well and I'm not using completely full sentences. You want it to be really, really digestible and quick. Because when people are skimming someone's profile, they're reading through it quick. And if you have a big block of text and, you know, it's a run on sentence or even just a full sentence, it's just not the place for it. And we want to make sure to put as much information as we possibly can in this short field. But you want to make sure that it is relevant, truthful, digestible, um, you know, SEO friendly too. You want to be smart about that but there's a lot of things to keep in mind on that you don't want to you know willy-nilly throw things in there um so you know this bio thing is really not a let's get it done in five minutes thing it does take a lot of work it takes a lot of research strategy and thoughtfulness um but it, i'm not saying it's impossible i do it all the time and once you get the hang of it you get a lot better at it and also once you do the hard work right now you know, in a month or two, however often you update this, it's going to be obviously so much easier. You can do it in two minutes when you update it. But when you do this the first time, do it well and make sure that it is, there's a lot of thought put into it. Mistake number three is not putting a link or not including an up-to-date link. I'm going to also combine two things here. 
that have to do with each other. So not only is the mistake not putting a link or an up-to-date link, another thing is not including a call to action to pair with that link. So what I mean by that is there's usually a link and then right above the link is where you can put that call to action. So for example, my call to action is services slash about slash contact form with arrows pointing down to the link. And the link is always updated. It's made sure that it has everything I have mentioned or recently mentioned especially, but anything that my consumers could possibly need is on that link and I make sure that it's up to date. Um, you just really wanna make sure that that link is thought of really well. So you could do a link tree with all of, you know, all the things you talk about, or maybe this month you are promoting a popular package really hard. Maybe just put the po popular package there. Um, and you can always switch it out too. It doesn't, you know, you can always be switching out your link. You just want to make sure that you're using that link to the best of its ability. And then also making sure to have a call to action with it because people won't know if you just stamp a link there and there is no call to action, they have no idea what that link is going to bring. What is it going to do? Why would they want to click on that link, right? So you want to be really smart and strategic about how we place the link and what link we choose and then how to give them a call to action on what to do with that link. Mistake number four is not including a location that you serve, reside in, or help. You always want to put your most relevant location there. It helps Instagram know who to show your content to, and it's essentially another way Instagram collects information. So Instagram is always collecting information on, you know, what type of business you are, what do you help with, what are a lot of words that you use, and it helps pair people together, right? So if people are trying to find people like you, Instagram helps do that, but if you don't give them the correct or enough information, they can't necessarily do their job correctly. So I put, actually I use for my location, I just use my current location um, where I'm residing in. Uh, so that's some, an option, or if there's just a certain area you serve mostly, you always wanna make sure to take, you know, claim that location. And that can be done in just some of the um, con contact details. So it's super easy to do, but I wouldn't miss this step. I think it's a really important step. And anytime I take on a potential client, this is one of the first things I do. And it's one of the first things that are usually missed in the bio. Mistake number five is not including a category of your business. Um, this was something that was you know, rolled out in recent years. It hasn't always been there. But there are so many categories you can choose from, and I think we do ourselves a huge disservice by not claiming one and make and not claiming a relevant one. I see this a lot too, where people will claim a category of business and it doesn't it's not perfect. it's it doesn't necessarily make the most sense. So I think we really want to, you know, a make sure we're claiming it, but b make sure we're doing it right. It helped again, and this is another way where Instagram it collects information from you and helps find the right people for you. So just pick a category that's the most relevant to your business and help Instagram help Instagram find consumers for you. So for me, the category I chose was social media agency. Um, they have so many different categories, so you should be able to find one that best describes your business. If you're having trouble with it, 
um, you can always reach out and I'm happy to help. But these, the, these were the five common mistakes and my improvements and just explanations for you. I think this is something that is really huge. And I think it's talked about, but I think it almost needs to be talked about more because the bio is so important. I almost think of it as a first impression, which it kind of is. Um, when people go to your page, you know, it's the first thing they probably look at and read to find out more about you. And if you don't give a good imp first impression, it's going to be really hard for them to come back. It's going to be really hard for them to essentially, you know, stay loyal or be a customer. So we really want to make sure that we're being really smart about that first impression and doing the best that we can. And if you are someone who needs help with this or you need more clarification or anything like that, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm very happy to help. You can even send an email to brandicansocialmedia.com or at gmail.com and I am happy to help. I hope this podcast episode was really eye-opening actually um, and that you take some time to work on your bio because it is really important. And I will see you guys again next week for another social media topic.